Hey squad, <laughs> what's up? Um, it's me again, Jaden, um, and I'm here for another episode of Everything and Nothing. Um, I don't really have that many life updates this week. Um, I've been getting really weird and horrible dry mouth, which I've never really had before. So if you hear me drinking water a lot, it's because I my mouth is like the Sahara Desert right now. So um, our topic for this week. So I was thinking of doing a couple different things and I didn't really know what to settle on um, until one of my uh friends brought it up so our topics this this week's episode is greek life and this is a lot of juicy stuff there's lots of shit that goes down in greek life but um my friend who is going into college like now um was thinking about rushing and was like asking me some questions about it and honestly i just think there's so much about it that maybe isn't talked about um, that I can give some insight into. And for anyone who is thinking about going into Greek life or is in Greek life and has similar experiences, I just want to share my knowledge and I guess experiences of what I think of Greek life. So settle in. This is going to be a bit of a long episode because I got a ton of shit to say. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So just a little intro to this is my course in greek life 101 so just a little intro um (laughs) to start if you don't know what greek life is or you're not super familiar with it i'm just going to give you the basics so you know what i'm talking about this whole episode so greek life is basically like in in essentially clubs but intense clubs (laughs) um where you rush which is like recruitment that's what it's like called um but there's guys and girls girls uh greek life involvement is called sororities and guys is called fraternities so if i use the word sorority or frat you know what i'm talking about um okay pledge classes so is the the like group or like how do i say this um, whatever year that you do recruitment, that's your pledge class. Like that's who the girls that you were recruited with you, all that stuff. That's your pledge class. So it's also known as like, I always say like PC that, which stands for pledge class. So if you hear me saying that I use PC a lot, it means pledge class. Um, but basically girls do this thing called rush. Um, and it's, honestly kind of horrible um and that's kind of what I wanted to like start talking oh my god my alarm's going off it's for meds one second okay I'm back um so rush is a week it depends on what school you go to but it's a week of at least for my case it's a week of like basically talking to all the different sororities um talking with the girls figuring out which one is like a good fit for you um but there's kind of a catch (laughs) and sororities can basically you rank them they rank you and it's supposed to be like mutual you know (laughs) 
it's supposed to be mutual decision making and like you know you have a say in where you want to go um but i'm gonna be honest like 70 percent of it is not mutual i'm so sorry if that's like against the rules to like share like please don't come for me but i just be honest it's mostly not mutual um but uh i would say god this is gonna make I'm thinking of like my friends who's who are rushing and I'm like god this is gonna sound horrible you do have a say to a certain extent and honestly the ones you vibe with will definitely like you back and the ones you don't vibe with easy easy way to say goodbye okay um so for rush for girls it's very much at least my year it was um when I first rushed it was all virtual because it was it was 2020 you know so um it was actually kind of weird um I basically spent I'd say like six to eight hours of the day like just doing recruitment like on my laptop on zoom talking to all these different girls in different sororities and honestly the conversations most of the time suck it's a lot of small talk like oh my god where are you from like what's your major um did you do anything fun this summer like what are your hobbies stuff like that which I honestly fucking hate small talk I hate it more than anything um I'd rather just have a long conversation about something than sit there or even I would rather just like sit in silence with someone that I don't know than go through small talk so whatever had to get over that um but it was really long and like I said most of the conversations were kind of painful and boring but some of them were actually really good and you get to meet some really cool people um but I because mine was all virtual I didn't have to worry about what outfits I'm gonna wear or you know like any of that shit like I didn't have to worry about that I literally wore like boxers the whole week and just like whatever top I had on that day so it didn't really like the fashion part of it didn't really matter um but uh there's this okay I forgot to mention in my little intro that there's this thing called bid day and bid day is basically when you open an envelope so okay I should have explained this better. So during recruitment, there's multiple different rounds. So there can be like, what's the first, what's the first one called? I don't even remember what the first one's called. There's a specific name, but there can be like house tours day or, um, why am I blanking on this? House tours, philanthropy, um, oh, open house can be one that you start with. And then there's two like really big ones. So pref it's also known as preference is basically when you're between you have two sororities left and you choose which one you'd rather be in and I'm gonna like openly and honestly spill the tea on this god I I don't know if like am I gonna get like sued by my sorority for saying this but um in in pref most of the time you are the one who has the biggest say in which one you want to go to. So let's say I have two sororities that I've left. I like A over B a lot more. Um, then you have like you have more weight in the decision than the sorority does. This I'm exposing this. I don't care. Um, so 
that's a good thing to keep in mind if you're deciding to rush that you do have a really big say in like preference round um but then bid day which i was supposed to get to bid day is the day that you get your bid um and you like open this envelope and it says which sorority you're in like which one you got a bid from um i don't know why it's called bid i don't i have no idea of the history or context behind that but it's called bid um and some people are really excited about this like who they got a bid from and some people aren't if you aren't no problem you don't have to join that house they're just offering you it's like an open invitation like we'd love for you to be a member here um but if you don't want to if you really hate that place you don't have to you can stop you can drop out of recruitment at any time um then after that you open your bid you like quote unquote like run home or you run to like your chapter house and like there's a big party and there's themes and people go all out it's like a really big thing if you want to look it up like look it up in the south it's fucking crazy um but my days are usually like at my school are usually pretty fun and casual um so yeah let's get into my personal experience um so obviously I talked about my own rush experience but um uh the sorority that I joined I the year that I was going in as a freshman 2020 I wasn't allowed to live in the chapter house because usually um at my school the freshmen move into the chapter house and live in they're called okay they're called they're called porches I don't know why they're called porch but it's basically called like a sleeping porch it's not an actual porch outside it's just a really big room in the house and there's like rows of bunk beds like imagine camp like any summer camp you went to like sleepaway camp it's like that but just rows of bunk beds and all the freshmen live there which is honestly fucking insane and I could never have done that so I'm really glad I got to bypass that but yeah that's what the freshmen have to do when they move in um it's different at every school like there's I know sororities in different places that you don't even have to live in the chapter house like you know this is just specific for my school um but because it was freshman year of 2020 I couldn't move in the house so um I lived in a dorm which was actually kind of weird and I think kind of cool to be in a sorority but not be like in it in it you know like not living there and like you can you have like my entire freshman year had a very separate life from my sorority um but it did suck because because it was covid i couldn't really meet with any of like gather in a big group to like meet any of my fellow pledge class members um so me and my pc didn't end up like really really getting to know each other until we moved into the house this year which is kind of crazy um but yeah, there was like part like Greek life was on like a big like ban on socialization, like no parties, no exchanges, anything like that. So um, like there wasn't a whole lot happening. Um, I would say like towards spring quarter, things started like lightening up like like I wouldn't say parties. It wasn't. It was like like small gatherings um, of people were starting to happen and I started going to those and I got to meet a lot more of the girls in my PC and I started to get to meet the guys in the frats which is a whole nother topic that we will talk about <laughs> but yeah so 
Um, then that after that year, um, for my sophomore year, I got to move in to the chapter house, which is like this big mansion. I mean, it's not like mansion quality, but it's this very large house that sleeps like I'd say probably like 80 girls. Yeah. Um, so I moved into the house. I want to say like early September. Um, and I was there cause our school didn't start till the end of September. So I was there so early because we had to do recruitment. So recruitment, like you have this thing called work week, which is basically a week before that all of the current members meet and like practice recruiting see like I don't even know why you'd need to practice recruiting or spend a week a whole week practicing this you just talk to people I don't know but it's basically a week where you talk about the specifics and what recruitment's gonna look like and like I don't know like what you should be talking about and like how to do we had a couple in-person rounds um for when I was a recruiter um so it was like practicing where you'll go and where you'll sit and stuff like that it's honestly really fucking stupid um, but you're required to do it if you're recruiting. So alas, I had to do it. Um, but it was honestly a really horrible week. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it and I'm not going to lie. It fucking sucked. I hated it. Um, but it was really hard for me because it's the week that we just moved into the house and I had, I, I didn't even have a real like strong relationship with like majority of my PC so I was still getting to know them and getting to meet them and then all of a sudden I'm like thrown into fully living with them and it was super overwhelming obviously being surrounded by I mean at that time it was probably like what 40 girls is like really terrifying um yeah so that was really interesting um to deal with work week and adjusting to living in that house, um, it did not f- sit well with me. And um, I know I talked about this, like, what episode did I talk about this? Like, last time? Um, I, me and my roommate every night would be like, God, I can't fucking do this. Like, are, are we going to drop? Like, should we drop? <laughs> um, but I didn't. I got through the week. Um, but the only thing about work week that is... I mean, I wouldn't say funny because it is really horrible. Um, but the like person who runs your recruitment. So every house has like a member, a main member, usually for us, a senior who is in charge of our like house's recruitment. So basically planning what to what to wear and planning um, what color scheme we're going for and planning on where everyone's sitting and like organizing like who is coming when and it's it's a lot of fucking work honestly and I really respect the people who do it but um like all this I don't know why but recruitment is like really strict on timing like if we had a round and went over by like a second we would be fined like $50 every second that we went over time I don't ask why I have no idea like Panhellenic, which is like basically the big brother of sororities, is ridiculously like strict. And I don't know. I still don't get it. But um, so the person who led our recruitment, a senior, um, had to be very 
what's a what's a good word that I could use that's not like offensive um stern she had to be very stern with us and commanding you know like she was taking charge and teaching us how to do all this stuff um but it, it can become really drastic and I know like pretty much anyone who does recruitment knows this is the person who is running your recruitment can kind of be a bitch sometimes um don't take it personally because she's probably just frustrated and stressed and tired and you know she's trying to get you to do something so whatever but I would say there was <laughs> there was one time um and I'm never gonna forget this and I don't god am I gonna get like again I could get sued for this I don't know maybe <laughs> um but there was a time when we were practicing god this is so fucking stupid so we had to like practice like lining our dining room and because we would like greet the potential new members so the girls rushing also known as pnms so the pnms would be like outside waiting for us and we had to practice like lining the walls and then individually one person would go and pick up a pnm and then walk them through the house this was for house tours day so i remember we were practicing that in work week how we would line the halls what would be happening so we line the halls and like the girl who's who's doing our recruitment is like okay while you're waiting to pick up your pnm you're all gonna be dancing and i was like what like, <laughs> like we're just gonna be like, like dancing awkwardly like here like i i'm in heels like i fully can't even walk in them how am i gonna fucking dance in them um so i remember we were like we had to like practice dancing <laughs> so <laughs> this is so stupid um but so she like would put on the music and you would practice dancing and like greeting the pnms so i remember it was like on our probably like fifth day of work week everyone is so tired so exhausted doesn't want to be there anymore <laughs> and like <all laughs> i'm sorry this is so funny so we're all we're all like dancing there in our own little awkward way we're also fully in pajamas like fully pajamas and sweats but you had to wear heels to practice recruitment so we were in like pajamas and sweats and heels <laughs> which is so stupid already but so we're just like dancing there whatever i mean honestly who wants to put in that much effort into practicing dancing we all know how to dance why do i need to practice it so we're dancing and blah 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 whatever <laughs> she turns off the music and is visibly angry <laughs> she goes she goes you guys look fucking depressed <laughs> i'm sorry this is this is like so so embarrassing um yeah so she said that and all of us were like you're kidding like i mean i don't think anybody was like taking that personally but it was just funny and she told us that we looked fucking depressed which honestly we probably were like that week I can probably say I was depressed but it was just funny to be like called out for that so you know we put our best effort into it dancing smiling really having a good time like yeah that was <laughs> that was pretty bad um so then during actual recruitment after work week recruitment starts like the next day and so it's all on Zoom for the first, like, I'd say four days it was all on Zoom. And it's fine. It's whatever. It's casual. Um, and then we have, like, oh, I think house tours is the first in-person event we had, which was what we were practicing the dancing for. 
Um, but during house tours, uh, you like lead the girl around the house, blah, blah, blah. I didn't have to do that, thankfully. Um, but like you do this thing where you're talking to one girl and then another member from your sorority will come and like integrate into the conversation, then start talking to her and then you would leave. It's basically to just get as many people from the chapter to like talk to her as possible to get like a vibe or whatever. But <laughs> they're called they're called bumps. I don't know. Don't ask me why. I don't know any of these terms and why they're named like this. But they're called bumps and um, some of them are really fucking awkward. Like really awkward. Like you know you'll be talking to this girl having like a pretty bad conversation and then like the person will come to bump you and there's just like nothing to talk about to transition this <laughs> so that was really fucking weird um but I remember for pref pref is like the fanciest day you wear all white I don't know why it seems really cultish and I don't know like ew like purity I don't I don't know um but you wear white and you wear heels and you dress all fancy whatever but this thing we had to do we had to go out and get the PM from outside of our house which has like a very long walkway in front of it of like a brick and like some, some why am I explaining you the materials that this is made of it's a walkway you know what it looks like um but there were like stairs that you had to kind of go up like two stairs and then you would walk and then another two stairs and while we are like oh, my mom just texted me um while we were walking out and like at the end of the round we left we let them like we walked them back out and said bye but when we were walking back into the house we weren't just turning around walking back into the house no we had to line up single file on both sides of the walkway and then do this elaborate like wave of like pulling apart and like I, I don't know it it was we practice it so much during work week which is so fucking stupid um but then we had to all hold hands and sing a song while we were walking like sideways on this walkway up the stairs in heels name a worse situation you also had to walk a certain way you had to put like right foot over the left foot or whichever way you were facing you had to put basically your front foot first why am I explaining this you know how to walk but imagine just walking sideways gracefully it, it recipe for disaster for me I'm neither graceful nor good with singing and and doing a specific walk at the same time so um I remember walking up and I got to the stairs and I usually was pretty good at knowing when the stairs were and I could go up them fine I would survive this time I guess I was just too nervous um because I ran into a massive like planter like a brick wall like the end of the brick wall that's like a ledge and a planter fully ran into it sideways fully fell like fell in the middle of this song stumbled up the stairs it like actually really hurt like hitting you know I had to I like pretended like it never happened even though like I knew people were laughing and I was like god this fucking sucks um but yeah I fell in front of everyone it wouldn't be re like recruitment for me if I didn't fall at some point so that was pretty much recruitment after that we had bid day and it was lovely and dandy 
um, you get paired up with um, one of the new girls um, to kind of just like show them around and like give them like support throughout the next couple weeks while they're like transitioning into college and turns out the girl that I was assigned would become my little who I love very much so shout out Jane you're a lovely little and I love you um so yeah that's recruitment I'm sorry that was really fucking long but there's it's really complicated as you can tell um but let's move on to living in the house so logistics again at this point probably like 60 60 girls freshmen in porches the bathrooms are there's a bathroom on every floor and for us it's um like toilets toilet stalls and showers in the same room and for me like shower like communal showers was like really scary I don't know why but I like to have my own space in a bathroom and my own shower like obviously everyone would love that but you know adjusting to communal showers was kind of funny and like weird um yeah I didn't realize the the like doors for the showers in my house are like fogged glass but it's you can still see everything which I don't know why they made that and why they still haven't changed it but I know every time I'm gonna step into the shower I'm gonna be fully exposed to everyone and I kind of got over that so you know that's a good thing I guess (laughs) um we also had a roof in our house which was very lovely like amazing love the roof probably one of my favorite places in the house um me and my friends would go up there hang out maybe use some marijuana that sounded really stupid we would we would like smoke a joint or something uh (laughs) um but yeah so that's pretty much the layout of the house it was right outside of campus which was really nice I didn't have to walk too far um but let I don't know I don't have much to say about the house I was I mean there's not much to say oh I would say that we had like this lounge which is basically like a room with like a big couch and a tv for all of us to watch movies and stuff together but the lounge was the mustiest place in the entire world you would walk in and the air would be thick like you could feel it and the smell was just musty and gross and the couches super gross people had peed on them you know it was really gross in there um but we loved it it was kind of like a little like like a rat like cage why did I say that it was like it was like you felt like a little rat when you were in there like a like a feral rat because (laughs) because you're like just sitting in filth but it was fun because you and all your friends were there and you were watching some stupid movie or show so I would say the lounge was one of my favorite places and favorite memories um we would often do like edible nights where we would all take an edible and then sit together and order snacks and watch a really stupid show and it was it was honestly really nice and I miss it a lot but yeah that's I would say that's a pretty fond memory from the house okay moving on to what I know you all want me to talk about frats (laughs) there is a lot to say about them um okay how do I want to start this um 
there, I will preface by saying there are some great guys in fraternities, some great, stellar, outstanding men, some who I am dear close friends with and cherish our friendship. Um, but with that being said, um, majority suck. <laughs> like, honestly, majority of men and frats suck. Um, we'll probably treat you like shit. Yeah. Just being honest, being up front, don't have too high of expectations because they're going to disappoint you every time, I promise. Um, but <laughs> um, we basically would go over there for parties or if, if like, I don't know, like a, a gad, which is called a grab a date. It's basically like a, like a guy invites you to come over for like their event or party or whatever they're doing. Um, and they would have gads a couple times like throughout the year. And, um, it would either be that or parties. There wasn't really like in-betweens. Um, so I remember one time, um, this was, this was this year. I don't really have any, oh, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about fucking bonfires. (laughs) How did I forget this? Um, so last year when it was still COVID, we, weren't allowed to go to frats obviously and if we were seen going we were reported and nothing good came out of it so we're like hmm what should we do let's do bonfires in Washington in the middle of the winter that doesn't make any sense but it was the only thing we were allowed to do to socialize so of course I was there every time um we would we uh, let me explain to the situation we would get a text being like hey guys bonfire tonight no address just a pin drop like a dropped location on like apple maps it's in the middle of the woods it's quite literally in the middle of the woods and you'd be like okay bet i'm there (laughs) so then you would order an uber pay for an uber to go there and pick you up and take you back but the uber would never couldn't drop you off in the middle of the fucking woods so you were dropped off like maybe a mile out maybe you had to hike so then we would like walk through and hike through the forest to get to these bonfire locations meanwhile it's we're all like dressed in like our favorite outfits and like you know like dressed up like we're going out even though we're going to a fucking bonfire that's it's so stupid I don't know why I did it but then you'd get there, bonfire, it would probably go out in the next 20 minutes. Sometimes it would be raining. And that's really fun to be raining and cold and wet in the middle of the woods in Washington. Um, and most of the time, what the frats brought for like alcohol or whatever was pretty, pretty bad. Either like a wine bag or just straight vodka. And, you know, that's not my jam. I don't fuck with it. so most of the times I would just go sober because I just didn't even want to drink that but another fun thing that you get to do is you get to pee in the middle of the woods when it's dark out um that was really weird I honestly I just feel like your whole time throughout college you get very used to peeing outside I don't know why but it's a common experience and you just get very used to it so I honestly sometimes would prefer to pee outside. Is that gross? Like, yeah, probably. Do I care? No. I like being one with the earth. 
you know i like being connected to the earth and peeing outside like humans were born to do so that was kind of fun to do um but then after the whole event was over or people are like too tired or like cold or wet you would be like okay let's leave then you would walk a mile back to the drop-off location that your uber is picking you up at so you walk an entire mile back in the dark and i remember one time we were walking and i heard chanting in the woods chanting i don't know about what it sounded not like any language i've heard um like a group of men chanting i didn't want to know so i kept walking um but yeah that's a typical night of a bonfire <laughs> um and that was my introduction to fraternity men pretty horrible so now this year we were allowed to go to parties and we were allowed to hang out with them at their at their fraternity and blah 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 whatever and you know high expectations that it would be better than a bonfire i will say it it's definitely a step up but not too much <laughs> um so i remember i'm gonna tell this one story that was honestly really funny and perfectly defines a fraternity man so we were at this party at a frat that we were starting to get closer to like hanging out all the time so we go over there and you know there's like rage cage going there's beer pong there's dancing it's a normal party you can imagine what that looks like and i'm like over like standing talking to like one of my friends and then like she leaves says she's going to the bathroom whatever so then this guy comes up to me who i i I had talked to a couple like times briefly but i didn't i wasn't friends with him he came up to me and i i was wearing like a hat i'm i'm a very like hat person i love hats i think they go with any outfit and i think they make any outfit better but um you know i was wearing a hat to this thing and i guess that is not normal or what most girls would wear to a fraternity somewhere in this hat and he just comes up to me and he goes he goes what's up with the hat (laughs) and I was like what and he was like is it like a costume or something (laughs) I'm like bro I was like no I just like hats and he was like ah yeah chill And I like laughed and I just like turned away and like focused my attention elsewhere like until he left because honestly it was that if that doesn't describe like a frat man then I don't know what is um that was really funny for me I have made some really good friends I would say and I really love them um there's just more bad than good that comes out of fraternities so definitely learn to stop putting pressure on going to them and meeting guys and like holding my self-worth in what men came up to me that night or what frat guys came up to me and asked me for my name which usually is none and I would say adding on to that they never remember your name they never remember your name and if they do great sign maybe he's a keeper but most of the time have no idea what your name is even though I remember I went to this frat multiple times when I say multiple times I mean like six seven eight times and the same guy every time would come up to me and say no what's your name like have we met before and I'm like bro like this is your eighth time asking me and every time you say oh my god I'm so sorry I'm totally gonna remember next time like god I'm sorry like and I'm like no it's cool whatever 
fully knowing that he wasn't going to remember my name next time. And guess what? He didn't. He didn't remember my name. So I kind of just gave up on giving it to out to people because they weren't going to remember. So keep that in mind. Don't do not put too much pressure on meeting men or talking to frat guys because honestly, they're not worth it. If you're a frat man listening to this, I'm sorry, but you guys probably agree, you know, unless you're one of the good ones listening and at least you know that too. <laughs> um, I guess the next thing that I was going to talk about, which kind of ties into this, is drinking culture in college and in Greek life in general. Drinking culture in Greek life is borderline alcoholism everyone would probably agree with me I wouldn't say that it's like it's not the way that your parents probably drank or it's not the way that like adults I guess drink well we technically are adults okay like normal adults out of college drink and um I didn't really know what to expect going into college because I didn't drink in high school not once not one singular time and I always felt kind of weird about that. I mean, I didn't want to in the first place. Like, it was my choice. It wasn't like I was being pressured, like, not to by, like, my parents or anything. Um, I just, like, I just kind of chose not to. And then when I got to college, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know my tolerance. I don't know my limit. I don't know how to drink alcohol, basically. I don't even know what what's the difference between, like, dark liquor and light liquor. No idea. So it was kind of a learning experience. Um, there was definitely like a lot of like experiment. I'm not even, exp- that sounds like I'm like doing like hard drugs or something. There was a lot of like trying new things and figuring out what my tolerance was. Um, but like drinking culture is just binge drinking in extreme quantities and when I started drinking, I thought that was the normal, like, quantity that people usually drink. Like, I thought that was normal for everyone. And I was like, man, like, this is a lot, but, like, it's normal. Like, I'm going to keep doing it. No, it's not normal. If you think it's normal, maybe you might want to think about that more and really think, are other people doing this? <laughs> um, not to put ju- judgment. We've all been there. But it's not normal um so I'd say the the like drinking mentality is blackout or backout it's you know it basically sums it up you either blackout that night which means not remembering anything because you drank so much or not going like it it was just like there wasn't a lot of in between and I was still trying to even like figure out like how to drink safely you know um so I didn't really like I okay I'm not gonna say this okay I'm not gonna say it because I know that my parents listen to this um but yeah I it was like hard to like figure that out um and it also makes you kind of feel like you suck if you're not like out drinking with everyone like you kind of feel like oh man I'm a loser like I'm kind of lame and I'm always worrying like oh are people gonna think I'm lame if I don't like take like 10 shots like no no one's gonna care honestly and if you start thinking that text me hit me up because I promise 
no one is thinking that. <laughs> um, so once I kind of realized, like, I guess, like, freshman year, I wasn't drinking a lot. Um, over the summer, um, I actually lived in a fraternity. Um, if you want to hear an episode on that, please let me know. I've already talked about it on my podcast uh, or not my podcast on my radio show at school. So I don't know if people really want to hear it again, but if you do, please let me know. Um, but when I lived in a fraternity, it was obviously very intense drinking culture and me and my friends honestly didn't really prefer like drinking or alcohol. So we kind of felt really like separated. Um, but whatever, but I basically came to terms with the fact that like I couldn't really do alcohol after freshman year you're kind of like I would say honestly burnt out or even your sophomore year by the end of this year I would say I'm burnt out I'm so burnt out I don't want to do it anymore like it doesn't interest me maybe a casual drink with friends I'm saying like one or two I don't I don't know it just it doesn't intrigue me anymore um but that kind of leads me to how I kind of transitioned like out of drinking alcohol um I don't know as I said I was really burnt out it's also really fucking expensive like I don't have that money in my bank account um and it's honestly you you kind of like after going to parties and going to these things like you kind of know what to expect and what's gonna happen and honestly like I would say I don't know like 50% of the time I went no not even that 60% of the time I went I didn't have fun like it was just like man like another night out it just doesn't I'm like well then why did I drink like all the alcohol for now it's just sitting in me and now I feel stupid and like I feel like I just put so many toxins into my body that I didn't need um so I kind of got like I don't know I hated that and I didn't want to do it again so um I've talked about this before, but it kind of led me to a like transition to preferring weed. Um, I would say that college is like pretty, I wouldn't say split, but I would say like, like you drink or like you prefer to smoke weed. Um, but actually there was a poll taken at my school and I think it was something like 93% of students at my school smoke weed. So actually, I don't think it's like a divide. I think it's pretty much common for everyone. Um, But I kind of, I started like last summer and because all of my friends did and I was living with them. So I was like, hey, like, why not? It actually was pretty great. And I found out that I prefer doing that than drinking insane amounts of alcohol. Because when I smoke weed, I am very calm, very zen. I'm a, I'm a highly anxious person and it just kind of calms me, it calms me down, helps me relax. Um, I love doing it with friends. You're talking, you're chatting, you're listening to music. It's great. And the even better part is you wake up in the morning, you get a great night's sleep, great night's sleep. And then you wake up in the morning and you're not hungover. You have no side effects really, unless you smoke and it's like a big amount, then you kind of feel it the next day. But if you're just smoking like a normal amount, you don't feel anything next day. You feel, if anything, refreshed and like I'm ready to go because I got a good night's sleep. So I'd say that's like kind of like, I don't know, 
more what do I use it's better I'm just gonna say it's better um for me personally I know it doesn't really work for everyone or help anyone but that's what I now prefer that doesn't mean I'm never gonna drink again it just means that I'm not gonna binge drink like many people do at college and honestly some pretty like horrible things have happened when people black out like I remember like literally carrying girls in like unconscious like it was really scary um so that's why I don't drink insane amounts anymore okay last thing I wanted to end on something that's actually kind of funny um and like not (laughs) intense greek rank if you haven't heard of greek rank it's basically um a site specifically for literally then as the name says ranking greek life either it's ranking sororities ranking fraternities or you can just post like a discussion post saying like what do you guys think of so-and-so frat like this frat or what do you guys think of this sorority or anything like that and at first I remember in recruitment like all of my recruitment counselors which are like people who guide you through recruitment are like don't look at Greek rank whatever you do don't look at it it's 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 so untrue it's so biased it's not gonna do you any good if you look at it um well of course I looked at it (laughs) if you tell me not to look at something I'm gonna look at it I'm sorry um and it is really funny I kind of like gained an appreciation for it and I actually kind of love it now (laughs) is it bad to say that but it's more that I love the like post like discussion posts that people say because a lot of it's really funny like a lot of it is kind of like you can tell that the person who wrote it is like joking or like trying to make fun of this or whatever but it's honestly so funny so over the summer me and my friends started posting on greek rank and it wasn't anything like hurtful or anything um but like i remember one of my friends just posted like this frat like blank frat has stale bagels (laughs) which is i think it's really funny to just be on there commenting like yeah fuck these bagels they're so stale like fuck this frat their bagels are stale um so I kind of like did a lot of like really funny posting like throughout the summer and I honestly like like reading posts about like my sorority or something because I think they're so funny um and you know they're pretty harmless I don't take any of it personally and I think it's pretty fucking funny um but there was this one like post that I remember finding in the summer and it it said um so basically the frat that I was living in let's call it like a it said god i want to say it because it was so funny should i just say it i feel like i can okay i lived in at sigup um and loved it had a great experience again if you want to hear an episode on it i would be more than happy to tell you um just please let me know because i don't want to like bore you with it if you really don't care um so the post said sigup smells like dookie and i think it's it is one of the funniest things that i could have seen on greek rank no context know anything it just said stick up smells like dookie and I was like that's hilarious so when I was choosing my wi-fi password for my house like the chapter house wi-fi um when I moved in it was like what's your password gonna be and it had to be like so and so like letters and whatever 
And I was like, I'm going to do Sagep Smells Like Dookie. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm always going to remember that. And I think it's really funny to put as your password. So if you want to get onto my house's Wi-Fi, Sagep Smells Like Dookie is my password. Um, yeah, pretty unique, I will say. Okay. I know this was a really long episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. You're you're an icon for doing that. Um, I I hope that this was informative and not too like hopeless for anybody who is deciding to go into Greek life or like rushing this year. Uh, overall, I've made some really, really, really amazing friends that I would not have made if it wasn't for Greek life. And I know that sounds so cliche and so stupid, but it's true. Um, there's definitely some downsides and honestly the downsides can be pretty bad, but overall I think it's been a positive experience for me and I would recommend it to people if you're interested in it. I definitely would recommend it. Um, just be sure to like, I don't know, be grounded in yourself and know who you are because, you know, there's a lot of things that may pressure you to do things that you usually don't or, may make you feel like you're less than like living in a house with 60 girls hell yeah I was comparing myself like all the time but you know once I was more grounded in myself it didn't it didn't affect me as much so as long as you're keeping in mind of who you are and your boundaries and your standards then you'll be totally fine but that's all I have today um yeah this this was great I had a lot to talk about I hope this was very interesting and honest because I like I was really honest with this. Um, so this is like all the fucking truth. This is this is the fucking truth. So with that being said, again, thanks for listening. Um, need to plug my Instagram again at Jaden Scalise. Um, also. Um, fun fact, my, one of my friends for my birthday got me a bunch of stickers with my like podcast logo on it, which I love. So if you are think like you want to get one, like, just let me know. I'm not going to like make you pay for them. I'm just going to like hand them out for free. Um, (laughs) great publicity. Um, so yeah, I'll see you guys next week, I guess. Okay. Bye.